What the fuck is going on, Bible Beaters? This is Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? What's up, Caleb? It's going good. Pretty not bad. Anyways, we have... I never ask you back, and you just go right on and answer right? every I time. Just, you know, well, I, I just want to say pretty not bad anyways. It's like <laughs> my thing. It's like my thing. thing that I stole from somebody else. <clears throat> from your friend? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he got it from Brock at 99. See, that's the thing. You can't steal from friends because you think they came up with it and they never did. No. Ever. Yeah. Like my friends, like, I got a good idea for a joke. And you're like, find out later. That's like a they just pr- ripped it off <laughs> in like a fa- like a top comedian. Yeah. My friend used to say this and I didn't know he stole it. So I was like, I'm going to start stealing it and <laughs> telling everybody. And he goes, like when people make fun of his dick, he goes, it may be short, but man, is it thin. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't long, but it sure is skinny. That's yeah. the version I heard. Yeah. Um, stole it. So, man, we had a pretty good weekend. Uh, went to Doug Stanhope on Friday. That was cool, yeah. I yeah. didn't see you the whole time. Any we, co- any funny stories? Well, let's see. We went down. It was originally going to be um, a date weekend for me and Camilla. But then her friend from Sweden was visiting, so we thought we'd bring him. Right. So we brought Devo. That guy was fucking handsome. Uh, God the, damn the, it. The Alex? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's very tall and handsome. You should see him in a bathing suit. Oh, I would. <laughs> So Thursday, I a little timid for a guy that that's that's that that tall and that handsome. He does. He's just like kind of a space cadet. Doesn't know what's going on ever. Yeah, it kind of seemed like <laughs> it. We Thursday we went down. I performed at the Yakov. Did not place. That's what happens when you trash half the audience. It <laughs> happens when you suck at comedy. I I felt like I did okay. No, I'm kidding. And then it's like comedy competitions suck. Was it an audience vote or yeah? Judges? Of course, it was. Uh, well, that doesn't even count as anything. I know. I know. They just vote who for whoever they think has a cute story. You want to win one of those? Tell some cute, sad story. That's what I was about to do. And then I, halfway through, I got pissed off that they didn't serve straws. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> fuck the ocean and fuck women. Because then I just like went off and I did a bunch of like. The thing is, I wasn't making fun of women. I was making fun of the way I was Muslims just about to say, I know women. the joke and what you just said made no context to any. Well, just because every time people anyone groan, who hasn't heard it. like I'm making fun. Here's the joke. All right, people want to. Can I do the joke since it's yours? Sure. You're here's, the, here's, the, here's the thing about women. They're exactly like dolphins. We don't want to give them any rights. That's not But it. we're going <laughs> to give them some eventually, but we're going to make them put burkas on those dolphins if you know what I'm talking about. You, That was the worst. <laughs> no, there's people out there. Advoca- so my favorite thing to do is take a comic's joke and just ruin it. <laughs> there's people advocating for human rights for dolphins, okay? And I thought. At first, I thought, what a bunch of idiots, right? Then I thought, you know what? I hope that they actually succeed in getting dolphins human rights because it would say a lot about us as a species if we give human rights to a fish before women in Muslim countries. They're both mammals. And then women and dolphins. That got a giant groan. And then I was like I, on the right side of that You're joke. You're in Vancouver. I know. But I didn't have to do that joke. I could have just done the jokes I was going to do and not pissed off all the girls yeah. in the audience, right? doesn't matter. You don't do that in an audience vote. I had to. I had to because I just had to because I was so pissed off at the, like some comic like three before me just like just pan- like I just had to do it. I was sitting next to Gavin. I saw Gavin. I haven't seen him forever. No shit. Yeah, he's doing well. Apparently, he's like the roast king in Vancouver. Gavin? Yeah. He's wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Gavin Banning, if you have a chance, go see that jerly, that curly haired fuck. He's pretty funny. He is funny, yeah. Uh, and then Doug Stanhope was tremendous. 
I went to go see him after. So I, I didn't wait in line, but I went back in. He was still there shaking people's hands and stuff. So I was like, you know, oh, my God, it's Doug Stanhope. So I was like, was Doug, great. huge fan, man. Like, you're like one of my biggest heroes. And I was wearing an Atlanta Falcons T-shirt at the time. And he's like, the Atlanta fucking Falcons and at number 11. He's like, especially Julio Faggot Jones. Is your mustache as ironic as your T-shirt? He's just like, torch. Because I never have a mustache. I hated that. I just cut a mustache. Didn't he start ripping into you first? Yeah. Like, I was just like, hey, Doug, big fan. And yeah, before just, you said big fan. No, I, that's what I said. And then he was like, really? From an Atlanta Falcons fan? Because the way he told it to me is that he started doing that. And then you went, I'm just a fan. At the, that's and, all I said at the end. And I just walked away. And he was just like berating me on, on my way out the door. Was, let, me, let me clarify here. Because what you told me is that after the beating, you went, I'm just a fan. Like defeated. <laughs> and he went, I don't need you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> Also, yeah, my friend Devo was there, and he's going, remember me? I'm the guy for the rickshaw. Doug's like, nope. I remember everything about that day except you. And Devo's like, what? <laughs> and then he realized later that Doug was fucking with him, but at the time. Obviously. Yeah, at the time he was all sad. <laughs> but Doug does not remember him, though. Um, He probably does, because, um, man, last time we went and saw Doug, it was Devo's birthday, and me, Devo, and Stuart Jones Mm-hmm. I abandoned the not naming names on the podcast. I'm just naming names. You're not names. even insulting people, so no. go ahead. <laughs> I thought it was a good strategy to not name names. Anyways, we went down for Devo's birthday. You're not naming uh, national headliners we tr- there. We tricked Devo, or Stuart said he would drive if we got him a place to stay. So we had Devo's like cousin's house to stay at. So Stuart's driving, and we started drinking whiskey like in the morning. Nice. And Good call. Listen to the We Brought of the Bread with Butter's new album just came out. And so we li- it's like this. God, he- your music sucks. It's it's like this. It's he- so shitty. It was so it was pretty heavy, but Stuart put up with it the whole way there. We get down to Vancouver. Tivo's like the kind of music he listens to, you the kind of metal you listen to is like classical music sped up for morons. No. That's what you listen to. Negative Cortana. No, that's exactly what it is. No, it's... So you could just sit there making the same guitar riff while you're making the same headbang face the whole time being like, oh, check out this song. It's 45 minutes long. You're like, that sucks. <laughs> that's Moon Sorrow. This is Desert. Th- th- that was... That's we- not even a ballad. <laughs> it's too long for a ballad. Yeah, it's a fucking... It's a symphony. Sped up. Played more aggressively so a bunch of retards <laughs> could think they're cultured. So Devo... That's what you get- like. So we get to the rickshaw. Rickshaw's on Hastings in Maine, one of the worst streets. In the world for drug abuse. Devo decides he wants some drugs. In the world? It is. It's one of the worst places in the world for overdoses. In the world? In the entire world. They do case studies there. It's so bad. Holy shit. Anyways, I'm trying to get some street drugs. And I follow this like lady boy up to her room. And <laughs> that's a, that's she, she like puts on some like porn. She starts like, do you mind if I smoke? Starts like smoking meth. I was like, I don't feel comfortable here. Devo comes barreling down the hall. Caleb, we got to get out of here. This place is creepy. I was like, good call. So we go to the rickshaw across the street. They're serving $6 doubles. Me and Devo drink like 30 of them. I watched the whole concert through from between the speakers and the wall, like beside the stage. Concert? Show. Or you're at Doug Stanhope? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was... You were standing up. It was at the rickshaw. It wasn't like a stand-up show. I mean, it's a place where I go see a bunch of metal bands. So then after the show, Devo just walks back stage and just like goes into the green room and hangs out with Doug for like 20 minutes. And then eventually Doug's like, you don't work here? And he's like, no. He just looks like a security guard because <laughs> he's so big. And then 
uh, Stuart tried to take us back to where we we're going to stay. And Diva had lost the keys. And we're all fucked up. And Stuart was so mad at us. He, he should have just left us in Vancouver, but he drove the whole way back to Kelowna. Four hour drive, like overnight after the whole day driving there and watching the show. And he was so pissed. He's like, you know, you're home. Slams the door. We wake up. We peel ourselves off like the floor and the like we're in his car. And Devo's like, oh, what's this? His, he's like, he's got his like face on the ground and his like body in the seat, like upside down in a small little he car. He just left you guys in the car. Yeah. And Devo's like, oh, look, I found the key. <laughs> it was on the ground under him the whole time. And that's the story of the first time you're stand-up. sticking to it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, hey, next time you tell that story, you can lie a bit, punch it up. I know. It's a better story when everyone who was there is here. Cause <laughs> and listening has, it because they were in it. Because Stuart loves that story. No, Stuart hates it. Anyways, um, so where, where we are in the Bible. Kyle, why don't you give us a quick summary of where we are up to this point of the book of Exodus. It's too long for me to give full summaries So anymore. the book of, so, you know, Moses. Well, the book of Exodus only. Yeah. Where does it start? So Moses, remember, the Israelites are in Egypt. Pharaoh says, there's too many of them. We got to get mm-hmm. them out. We, let's put them to work. Okay? Yeah. Kill all the firstborns. Right. They put Moses in a basket. Yep. Gets raised. A little raft because they can't steal them on water. Gets raised in royalty at Pharaoh's palace. Then goes away. Gets talked to from a burning bush. God shows him some shitty magic tricks. Moses doesn't want to do it like 20 <laughs> times over. He can... Because uh, Moses has his own magic tricks? No, because Moses has no magic tricks, but no, he, he keeps does. saying, God, I don't want to do it. I'm not that good at talking. There's got to be somebody else. <laughs> I don't want this job. I'm not circumcised yet. And then God makes him do it. So then God says, I'm going to I'm gonna use this as a case study of my power. So I'm going to make sure Pharaoh says no. This is when you thought he was actually getting hardened arteries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was actually his... Uh, stubbornness of his attitude mm-hmm. and then god hits them with 10 plagues do you remember the plagues frogs blood first okay blood frogs yeah flies yeah gnats gnats uh the last one is locusts uh <laughs> isn't it there was on livestock yeah then there was boils hail locusts darkness <laughs> all right the plague except of- for the jews if you yeah. had a nice Jew umbrella, you were you were shedding light. It was darkness you could feel, and it was everywhere. You couldn't see anything, but the Jews had light somehow. Could you? You must be able to see them, though. Uh, see, that's <laughs> right. It, there's no practical way to explain this plague of darkness because it doesn't say that they were blind. It says well, they that's were. That's the practical way to explain it. But they weren't. Maybe they were. It says there was just darkness Does everywhere. It specifically, say they weren't blind. It doesn't say that. Case it says, case you've been Bibled. <laughs> you've been Bibled. Then there was the plague on the firstborn. Then they had this elaborate ritual, right? They had to kill the, an, a one year old lamb mm-hmm. of either a sheep or a goat. You know, it has no defects. You got like, all I got is all these babies. Yeah. God. How, about, how about one of them? <laughs> it probably would suffice. <laughs> so that's basically where we were. And they were doing this thing. They had to eat fully clothed so they could run out in the middle of the night. And then um, no no yeast. God hates yeast. So 
the last paragraph of the last thing was now the length of time the Israelite people lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of the 430 years, to the very day, all the Lord's divisions left Egypt because the Lord kept vigil that night to bring them out of Egypt. On this night, all the Israelites are to keep vigil to honor the Lord for generations to come. And that's why we kill babies. Verse 43. Is that why I have little candlelight cups with uh, candlelights through a paper, candlesticks through a paper cup? I don't think so. That's the first creation. It doesn't say much about candlelight. Yeah, because when there was darkness, then you make candle cups. They do do candlelight vigils when tragedies happen, but I don't think it... Ha- Maybe it is. Because of the darkness. This is the first tragedy. <laughs> it's like a pretty big tragedy. Firstborn of everything. Yeah, God kind of did it too. No, wait. So this is called Passover restrictions. So these are the rules on the Passover. Because my grandma does this. So before you read these, mm-hmm. when people do Passover, most people that I know pick something that they like and then just stop doing it. That's is that l- Passover? No, that's Lent. And that's a Catholic <clears throat> thing. Oh. You give up something for Lent. What's but there's Passover you give up shit too. Um like I'll, weird bread and stuff? Is that the Passover one? Probably because okay. cuz my grandma has like the, one of the Jewiest like Christian religions where it's like all Old Testament, fuck the New Testament. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, like, like Jesus hasn't come back in hers, I don't think. Have they read it yet? You should direct them to this podcast cuz I I'm blown away listening to pod, I listen to them still and I'm laughing my head off at the absurdity of it. Well, at the same time realizing that people believe this to their very core and devote their entire lives to it. I know. My grandma studies it, and she thinks it's all literal. <laughs> like, it either is or it isn't. No, she literally thinks, but she's like a hardcore believer, so she thinks men are better than women, like straight <laughs> up. When we were younger, when I was younger, well, her whole family, the women clean the dishes, and it's kind of like, it became like a cultural thing mm-hmm. where at parties, they do the dishes, and then, and then like, her children like doing it, right? Yeah. Because they brought up to do it, whatever. It is like a rewarding thing, I guess, somehow. But then my generation with our, like, all the cousins and shit yeah. can't fucking stand to be told to do the dishes. So it's it the worst every chore. Time. Of yeah. all the chores, it's the worst. So it's always hilarious when we're, we, I, long story short, I used to have to sit at the dinner table having a drink while watching my sister do the dishes because <laughs> my grandma made her. Because the Bible says so. <laughs> yeah. And I would just laugh at her. Like, Uh, see, I'm better than you. I'm the firstborn anima man. Wait, is firstborn women a thing? It says all firstborn, so I think... That's kind of fucked. Because they don't get any benefits, do they? No, they don't really. Firstborn women? I mean, there's your firstborn child, Mm -hmm. but all the inheritance goes to the firstborn son. Yeah. If you don't have any sons... (laughs) You kind of marry off your firstborn girl and, like, that guy's family pays you a lot of money, right? Why? They basically buy the girl. That's how it works. Yeah, but that happens anyways for yeah. everybody. Is yeah. a firstborn girl worth more? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like a reprint? That, the other re- one's like reprints? Remember with- You gotta uh, have the original baby. Rebecca and Rachel, the one- Oh, that's did, why it's such a big deal. Cause I like, thought he just wanted that younger snatch, you know? Well, probably that. And she didn't have a lazy eye. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Give me this old lazy ass bitch. There's nothing wrong with your eye besides its work ethic. <laughs> uh, Actually, that goes besides our point because she was the oldest. 
So no, she should be he, worth more. No, first he had to marry. Remember, he wanted Rachel, but he, the uh, Laban made made him marry the uh, Rebecca first because she was the oldest. Oh, and then he had to work for another seven years. Right. Yeah. So the Lord said to Moses and A. Aaron, "These are the regulations for the Passover. No foreigner is to eat of it." <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> no foreigners, dude. <laughs> is this the original? Uh... This is the rules. Get out of get out of my country. This is it. It's just it's that's it. No foreigners eat of it. No, no foreigner is to eat the Passover. Is Passover edible? Edible? Yeah, Passover is the lamb. It's the okay. So Pas- no, Passover is the moment they didn't kill your son. That's the name. But those festival is called the Passover festival. For, yeah. For when we got passed over. Doesn't he burn the lamb to death? How can you no, eat that? No, you anyways? kill the lamb. You roast it over a fire. You don't boil it. And you take the blood and you smear it on the sides of your door and the top of your door. Yeah. I thought that is what the Passover is. And you all have to eat it. And you have to eat the whole lamb. And any lamb you don't eat, you have to burn. Or else you're a fag. That's what it says. No foreigner seed of it. Any slave you have brought may eat. Does foreigner just mean non-Jew, by the way? I think it means someone from not where you live. Foreigner. That's what foreigner means. So if someone else is celebrating Passover... God loves them both equally, mm-hmm. but they can't share with each other. I mean, at this point, God didn't love them both equally. God only likes the Israelites. Yeah, I know, but other people See, can have Passover that aren't the Jews. You said that already. L- way later. At this point, they can't. So it just means Jews, like so I said. Here's, here's the Bible. The Bible doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. All right? There's a lot of... Re- but right now, it just means Jews. I want to clarify so that. So they have this th- this idea called progressive revelation. Where God reveals more of his what he likes as the book goes on. Dude, that's just good storytelling. So, okay. <laughs> keep you on the hook, you know? So, at this point, there's no there's no salvation for anyone but Jews. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, I figured that. So, later when they celebrate Passover, I'm sure you can share with a for- foreigner. But right now, it just means don't share with non-Jews. Yeah. So, and- they, like, they would, like, figuratively build a wall... No, you just where don't. all the brown people couldn't get in, <laughs> <laughs> and then sh- when they throw rocks at you, you snipe them. Jesus Christ, Kyle! No what? Por- no foreigner is to eat of it. What happened? Any slave you have brought may eat of it after you've circumcised them. Oh my God! <laughs> but te- what do you want to starve to death or me to cut your dick off? Because <laughs> which one? But a temporary resident and hired worker may not eat of it. Okay. So if you own the slave, if you pay for it, yeah. so slaves are higher up in God's you in can God's hi- eyes no, than a hired worker. I don't think so. A hired worker, you don't own that person. A slave, exactly. You own. That's my point. No, I'm just no because they're you own the slave. Thus, it's part of you, right? Like the Israelite owns it. It's like an Israelite's possession. So you can a hired you, you worker. Can put, you can put your like you can put all the gristle you cut off in a bowl and let them chew on it for a while, type of thing. Yeah, after you're done, that's what it says. After you circumcise them, it's so weird that God makes you want like have to be circumcised. It's I'm kind so, of over it at this point. It's still, but like just the fact that they have to, all right, circumcise the slave. Now give them some of the lamb. Like just in practice, the actual practical mm-hmm. reality. See, of- no, he cuts off some meat, gives him some back. I get that. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Okay. Replacing it, yin and yang. You it, know, it must be eaten inside one matter house. antimatter. It must be eaten inside Dick one... Dick skin, lamb skin. <laughs> <laughs> it must be eaten inside... Wait, is that why they make lambskin condoms? 
No. For real. No, it isn't. It's not religious? No, they make Because they can probably make it out of a lot of things, no? Any sort of intestines yeah. they can make so it out So why'd of. they choose lamb? That's probably, a little weird, isn't it? It's probably the right size. Uh, I don't know, man. Probably because... I think it's religious. Probably because when they used to fuck the lambs, <laughs> they were like... Oh, they'd, they'd, they'd raspberry them <laughs> and then they'd pull out with their intestines still on their dick? Yeah, and they'd be like, this is perfect. <laughs> I'm going to go fuck my wife now and not get her pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Hey, honey, <laughs> figure out a loophole. It must be eaten inside one house. Take none of the meat outside the house. Do not break any of the bones. The whole community <laughs> so of stupid. Israel must celebrate it. An alien living among you who wants to celebrate the Lord's Passover must have all the males in his household circumcised. Then I, he may take part like one born in the land. Have you ever heard the theory about people that believe the Bible documents aliens? Yeah. This is probably one of the things, eh? Well, they say alien. I know what they mean. Yeah, I know. But yeah. But this has got to be one of the things that stoner aliens are like, oh, yeah, this is that's what he meant. Because before he said foreigner, but now he changed it to alien. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? That's a coincidence? Well, it's God. Also, there's... God wrote this? He wouldn't fuck up like that. There's angels that like look like spaceships In... and shit later, and they describe like living... They call them living creatures... That are like covered with eyes and wings, and they're like that could be a spaceship. That's what an angel looks like. No, angels in the Bible, it's full different. of eyes and wings. No, that's a living creature. The living creatures are there's four living creatures. What does that mean? Okay, I'm telling you what it means. There's four living creatures. They live. God made them. God made them. They're covered with eyes. I mean, God made everything, but He made them like He makes angels. Yeah, he made. There's four special things. There's nothing like them. Okay. They're called the living creatures. That's what a stupid name. What a stupid, unoriginal, <laughs> shitty writing name. God, he sucks. <laughs> Have you ever read like a B level sci fi novel? They come up with something. The living. It's not just a poor description. <laughs> and dude, wait till I describe them to you. The living creatures. I'm going by memory oh, so here, mad. but I think there's one with the head of an eagle, one with the head of a lion, one with the head of a lamb, and one with the head of uh, something else. What is that the body of? And they have wings everywhere. Oh, so the head of an eagle and then the body of an eagle? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking genius. <laughs> and they have eyes all over the outside of their body. They're covered in eyeballs. I get the symbolism in that because they can see everything. Yeah, eyes and wings. Um, and my... they can fly everywhere slowly. <laughs> With eyeball wings. <laughs> yeah, with eyeball wings. <laughs> I think they constantly get sand in it. You know how uncomfortable that would be? Internal torture? <laughs> Just having eyes everywhere. I hope they don't have eyelids. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> then he may take part. Have you ever opened your eyes like going fast, like on a bike or something? Yeah. And then you're like, that's uncomfortable after two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> or when you go to the doctor or the, what do you call it? Eye uh, doctor? Uh, Optometrist? The optometrist, okay. and they're like, they shoot that. They're like, all right, this is going to be a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> I never had that. What are you talking about? They're testing your reflexes, and they shoot air into your eyes. Fuck off. Yeah. It's, For what? It scares the shit out of you. Do you, have to, do, do you have glasses? No, but everyone in my family does but me. Oh, so you had to get tested for your... Uh, yeah. How much of a punishment your eyeballs can take? Yeah. <laughs> Did you also get your butthole tested? Jesus, Kyle. I thought we were past this. Because you're gay. I thought we were growing up, Kyle. <laughs> To see if you're gay. <laughs> see if you'd be a good bottom. What? Kyle. I don't know what goes on in your family. Just last week, you were like, all right, everybody, I apologize. I didn't mean it. Fuck Jeff. 
<laughs> and his stupid ass comment at also, the end. Fuck him. Also, uh, we have to go back and put the original podcast no. back up for continuity of the podcast so people know what we're talking about when you say, I'm so embarrassed that I deleted it. I'm not that embarrassed. Then put it back up. No. You have to. I'm not going to re edit the episode, I'll, re- I'll release that one chunk. That'll sound retarded with no context. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, all the Israelites did what the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. And on that very day, the Lord brought the Israelites out of Egypt by their divisions. So the consecration of the firstborn. Chapter, Exodus chapter so did 13. did they follow the rules? It's that, those are the rules. They must have followed them. Because on that very day, the Lord brought them out of Egypt. Every single person didn't break a bone. And the food they were eating. Dude. The whole time. Right? Like, all this stuff is, like, the impractical realities of all the shit that they say that they they did. they say there was 400,000 people? (laughs) 600,000. Not one person (laughs) fucked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Or or that they didn't get mentioned and the angel of death went to their house and killed all their firstborns. I guess so. Or God didn't make them fuck up. Yeah, or... I guess... Or none of this actually happened for real because no. it's preposteroni that anyone could believe. I'm like, starting to believe it. <laughs> the more we talk about it. I like the idea of dragons with 30,000 eyeballs. The living creature, you mean. It's not a dragon, Kyle. It's got I'll a call better whatever name. whatever I want. It's got a better name. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be better if it was dead. The Lord you know? said to Moses, consecrate to me every firstborn male. The first offspring of every. Consecrate to me? Yeah. What does that mean? Um, good question. Consecr- Give it to you. Give me every firstborn male. Consecrate means, I think, like promise. It's like a promise with uh, a clause, I think. I think it's I think it's kind of like um, a covenant. To do what? Like, um, so it's, let me finish. Okay. Um, remember, I don't know. Consecrate, I think it's just like promise to me or give up to me. Yeah, or, well, I could have guessed that through context. Yeah, Thanks, that's, Caleb. That's what I'm doing to you right now. I don't know. Look it up. I don't know. What are you cons- fucking the world's shittiest thes- thesaurus? Yes, I am. <laughs> I can't even think of another word. <laughs> the struggle on your face was painful. <laughs> I was like trying to think of. Uh, I'm so bad on like my on my feet. I can't think like for a comedian. I that's like my least. Yeah, you're terrible at riffing. I'm the, one of the worst. Yeah. I'm one of the worst. Hell of a storyteller, though, people. Hell of a storyteller. <laughs> Consecrate to me the first every first offspring, every womb. Israelites belong to me, whether man Conse- or animal. Consecrate to me the first offspring of every womb? Mm-hmm. Okay. Man or animal. That's redundant. Yeah. Well, where, where else are they going to come from? That's just the way they wrote it, dude. Take it up with God. I wish we could ask Oh, him does what- that not count your loads? No, it doesn't count. Cause Is it's that just- what that's specifying? Yeah, it's just Well, that's wounds. not offspring either, though. Not really. No. Then Moses said to the people, commemorate this day, the day you came out of Egypt, the land out of the land of slavery. Would they just brush over that? What? So we still don't know what that word really means. Yeah, that's it. It promises them to nothing. Consecrate. Maybe it gives them over to God. Yeah. Is that what we're assuming? The firstborn is God's now forever? Yeah. That's his gift. That's his gift that he gives to himself through you. Yeah. God God's always giving to himself through other people and talking to himself and all right I command you to do this then do it then they do then he like does something based on what he commanded you know how picture God fucking up there is like you want to fuck me and then, then they do God God rapes the, Jesus Christ, God God. rapes God out of the land you heard of this, slavery you heard it because- first here God me to me 
Because the Lord brought you out of it with a mighty hand. I got a question. Eat you ever have nothing any... containing yeast. That's a complete ever... sentence. Eat nothing containing yeast. They keep on saying that. <laughs> By the way, it's the most popular bacteria you in mentioned the world. Not you bacteria, but life form in the world. You've mentioned it. But I was going to say, like, growing up with all this religious shit, have you ever had, like, conflicting dreams? What does that mean? You know, like, how they tell you all these rules, right? Uh-huh. And when you dream, you, you can't control what you're doing. It's just subconscious. And like, you, like, break a rule in your dream and then wake up and be like, what the fuck? Like, you yeah. got a boner and yeah, I've had jerked off in front before. of it. That's not what I mean. Have you really? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's not what I meant at all. Okay, well, that's I want to hear the gay dream. You can't <laughs> not tell me the gay dream now. <laughs> I don't know. I was someone like, you knew. Yeah, a friend. Yeah, a close friend. <laughs> were you young? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's worse. Yeah, it was super weird. If you're old, you could be like, "That's funny." No, but... no, it was super weird. And then I, I told him about it. I was like, "Dude, I, I gotta tell you this because it's super weird." <laughs> just to see if he'd be like me too, and then you guys could practice it. No, out. it was just like because it was funny. Because I'd think like you know I think that kind of shit's funny. Like, could you like? I wasn't that embarrassed. Dude, if I was like 13, I wouldn't think that's funny. I I wouldn't tell anybody. I was like 16 or 17. Okay. And in my dream, I was like, you know, banging some girl. And then it just like, you know how it was like things just morphed. Yeah. And then then I was all of a sudden like banging my like. But you were never banging a girl? No, it was just like all of a sudden it's Mike. And I was like, oh God, Mike, what are we doing? Mike, why am I fucking you right now? <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I don't know. I can't stop them. That's what, that's what happened. <laughs> I know this is weird, Mike, but I got to keep going. It feels it so good. super weird. And then, <laughs> Mike, uh, is this your first time? You're a little, <laughs> you're a little loose down no, there, Mike. No, but okay. So back to the more of the point of your question. Mm-hmm. So growing up. In, here's Because you must have conflicting things they didn't, tonight. Okay. Right? No one really tells you this shit. When, you grew, when I grew up in church, it's mostly like. Be nice to people. Oh, they give you the fairy tale stories that they, are all lovey dovey. Yeah, and they, stuff? they tell you about like Moses and the Israelites, but it's more in the story of so there the Israelites were enslaved by the evil Egyptians, and God said, "I'm going to get you out of here." And Moses, he picked Moses as the guy, and Moses went to Pharaoh and said, "Let my people go." And Pharaoh said, "No way." But they didn't tell you that God wouldn't let Pharaoh <laughs> say no way. That's not in the story. And then so Pharaoh doesn't do it. And then plagues and plagues. And then the Israelites go. And, you, and then so that's one story. And then there's David and Goliath and Lo- Daniel and Lion's Den. And, I can't wait for David and, and Goliath. And, and, I want to hear that that actually is. And, and in every story, God's like the hero of the Israelites looking out for people. He's just. He's a good person. And he wants to send you all to heaven. That's what God wants. He wants everyone to be in heaven forever. Well, except if uh-huh. you don't pick him as God, you're going to go to hell. And that, that was like one of my first things with like, why does God send people to hell? They're like, because they don't worship him. I'm like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> yep. That's a really dumb thing. And then I was then it then it all falls apart. I get a question. What's the I don't get the wrong of sending a bad person to heaven. There is no wrong with the No, because everything is good in heaven. Yeah. And nothing bad happens to you. Uh huh. So you send a bad person to heaven. They can't do bad things. No, you can't. You can't do anything bad there. Yeah. So you don't have free will in heaven. Nothing, not, none of it makes sense. <laughs> right? There's, but there's also do no... You, do you have a body? When an infant dies, does it go to heaven? This is what people no, use... No, they go to purgatory. Okay, dude, this is what... Don't they go to purgatory? Dude, imagine this. That's No, that's an after-the-fact thing. That's not in the Bible. Get the fuck out of here. No, that's from Dante. No and way. And all this. Dude, that's what I'm telling you. So much shit that Christians believe is not in the Bible. 
Those, those are rational. That is unbelievable Dude, to me. It's a, rationaliz- a rationalization that people had to make way later. Like, great, the great minds of the Christian religion. Oh, had they had to, to explain away the bullshit into each yeah, other? Oh, my God. I didn't even know that. All the time this happened. Like, th- this was a serious debate that people, like, went to war over. What happens if you're eaten by a cannibal? Okay? Uh-huh. And cannibal, think- the cannibal's a pagan, right? Yeah. So your body has been consumed into another person's body. Does your body go to heaven and his body go to hell? And which parts of you gets to heaven and which doesn't? Like, this was a serious debate. Oh, my God. There's all these kinds of... You dude, can't eat someone without killing them first. Right, exactly. So you would die and then you'd go to heaven. But now you're... you're Because, well, they used, what it says is that you'll be um, resurrected and put in heaven. Oh. So like your physical body. So guess, if your body is eaten by somebody else, then what? Then what happens? I guess you're resurrected from wherever he decides to take a shit. <laughs> dude, <laughs> it's like all, none of this shit makes any sense at all. No. And heaven sounds like the worst. By the way, do you know what heaven is? Gold streets paved with gold, worshiping God twenty four seven. Just sing, <laughs> just really? church music for infinity. And what do you think hell's like? Lake of fire, burning torment. Maybe those are just the name of the opening acts. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even imagine, even if it was so great, imagine living forever. No no peace, nothing. Just constant. Yeah, but doesn't God give you eternal ecstasy or whatever? It can't be that good. It, like, it, infinite anything is going to be shitty. That's true. You'd have to change it up. Anyways, back to the Bible here. Is there good without bad? Let's get philosophical. Right? There can't be. Life is about contrast. <laughs> yeah. You need it. You I, do need it. I know. I was making an obvious statement. Let's keep going. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, so, commemorate the day you came out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery, because the Lord brought you out of it with a mighty hand. He's going to make another holiday for himself? Eat nothing containing yeast. Today in the month, just a sentence, just right there. Remember this day? Eat nothing containing yeast. Moving on. Today in the month of Abib, you are leaving. When the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, the land he swore to your forefathers to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, you are to observe this ceremony. Uh, you are to observe this ceremony in this month. So the land that used to belong to other people that God doesn't give a fuck about. Passover is a whole month. Yep, it's a party. And you got to eat lamb every day without breaking their bones for seven days. Eat bread made without yeast, and on the seventh day hold a festival to the Lord. Eat unleavened bread during those seven days. Nothing with yeast in it is to be seen among you, nor Mm. shall any yeast be seen anywhere within your borders. (laughs) (laughs) They never explain the yeast. No, they don't. It's fucking infuriating. (laughs) On that day, tell you. The only thing, like if I'm taking this literally, I have to believe that yeast is a brand new organism of 100 years. (laughs) You know? I, why? Because literally, it's literally everywhere right now. Yeah. Um, he, I no, know this because I baked a lot of sourdough bread. Don't put it anywhere in your borders. On this day, tell your son, I do this because of what the Lord did for me when I came out of Egypt. This observ- uh, observance, observ- observance, 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 observance. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. No problem. I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Uh, this observance will be for you like a sign on your hand and a reminder on your forehead <laughs> that the law of the Lord is what? on your lips. 
It'll be like a sign on your hand. Do they have mirrors back then? Or a reminder on your forehead. No. So other people can tell you you're an asshole? What's on your forehead? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Fuck. That's the thing I was supposed to do. (laughs) What's on your face? Oh, yeah. Shit. No yeast. No yeast in the borders. No yeast anywhere in your borders. (laughs) Kyle's like despondently just rubbing his head staring at the table like what i, is I can't stand it because i know they're not going to explain it it's driving me insane and i just want any answer i don't like yeast there's too many of them would be good enough for me you know it's <laughs> too many of them. um for the lord brought you out of egypt with his mighty hand you must keep this ordinance at the appointed time year after year and you know what to their credit they still do it that's the most impressive thing about the bible is how people have held to it for this long <laughs> Like, literally. It's The crazy. traditions, even though whatever shell of the existence they were before, yeah, people are still fucking doing it. It's crazy. Go back a hundred years and people are doing it almost exactly. And, you know, all this stuff got written down way after the fact. So whenever this Egypt exodus thing happened, it was written down way later. But it's not so, like they weren't doing it the whole time. No, they weren't. They were doing it. I yeah. mean, but they were. So it was passed down orally. Which is, you know, like telephone uh, I'm exaggeration. I'm going to pass an oral tradition. Yeah? What's that? You're going to tell the story of... I'm not letting you make a blowjob joke here. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Proceed. No, I'm, I'm, I'm keep steering it away from there, and I'm forcing you to talk <laughs> about something else. I'm going to force an oral tradition. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites and gives it to you. He promises on oath to you and your forefathers, you are to give over to the Lord, the first offspring of every womb. All the firstborn males of your livestock belong to the Lord. Redeem with a lamb every firstborn donkey. But if you do not redeem it, break its neck. Redeem a lamb with a firstborn donkey? What the hell does that mean? Uh, I think you have to kill a lamb. With a donkey? Redeem with a lamb every firstborn donkey. But if you do not redeem it, break its neck. So if you're not going to kill a lamb for the donkey, break the donkey's neck. What? Redeem the firstborn among your sons. That's what it says, dude. With a what? With a lamb again? I don't know. Like, I'm here to redeem this token. It's like God's the the worst arcade you go to. Like, how much is that prize? Redeem. How much is that prize? Kill your dog. (laughs) (laughs) How much for that? How much for that up? One of those airplanes that go together. Punch your sister in the face. <laughs> no, no, break her neck. Break her neck. Yeah. Uh, why can't they just deem it? You know, why do they got to do it twice? I don't know. In the days to come, when the when your son asks you, "What does this mean?" <laughs> this, so here's your here's your explanation, I'm excited. Kyle. I'm excited. What does this mean? Say to him, "With a mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery." When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed every firstborn in Egypt, both man and animal. (laughs) When Pharaoh stubbornly refused, like he had a choice. I was picturing explaining that to a child. (laughs) You know what I mean? What is this this for? Why are we killing all the lambs? Well, when God saved us from Egypt, he murdered every baby. The firstborn. Firstborn. One of every baby. Yeah. And okay, okay. I have a lot more questions, Dad. How do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, my son. Why did he do that? Because he loves us. Okay. How does that help anything? See, more blood brings more happiness to who? 
Because God... Shut up and read. <laughs> <laughs> and eat your, I don't even know what they eat, wheat. Eat she your, wants some wheat. Eat your flatbread. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I couldn't think of one thing. This is why I sacrifice to the Lord the first male offspring of every room and redeem each of my firstborn sons. And it will be like a sign on your hand and a symbol on your forehead that the Lord brought us out of Egypt with his mighty hand. Crossing the sea. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the desert, desert, the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt armed for battle. You ever go swimming in the Red Sea? No. Yeah. You don't drink from it either. Oh, I've done that. So have I. <laughs> have you really? Yeah. So have I. Not on purpose. Me neither. <laughs> Moses took the bones of Joseph with him because Joseph made the sons of Israel swear an oath. He had said, God will surely come to your aid, and then you must carry my bones up with you from this place. After leaving. What? Um, my jo- bones? My bones. Joseph's bones. Remember Joseph? He's dead? Yeah, he's been dead a long time. And they have his bones? Yeah, because he said... When God gets you out of here, bring my bones. That's like something he asked for. They dug him up and then yep. they're going to rebury him. Yep. What is the purpose of that in their mind? The purpose. Um, because does it, it, you can't transfer your soul because it's gone. It's an old religious belief. Like they used to they used to do that for kings and stuff. Is that where Take you get their haunted? bones away and stuff. Well, I don't know. It's like if you captured the other king's like corpse, you know. Oh, you could like fuck it. Or do, oh, Jesus Christ, Kyle. <laughs> Well, what's the worst thing you could do to it? Desecrate it. Yeah? What's the best way to desecrate it? No, you could take pieces to different parts of everywhere so in the afterlife his you know, his body won't get whole. See, that's what I was asking. That's what I'm saying. That symbolism Yeah. Exists literally even after you're in heaven or whatever? That's I just that's one example of what could have happened. But that's what I mean. Do they believe that? Yes, they believe it. That your body on Earth still Kyle, matters. This is thousands of years ago, with before the internet. Okay, let's say you're not buried. Everyone believes. Let's say this. they they burn you, like they cremate you. Yeah, that'd be a terrible thing. That's they, a terrible thing now. They couldn't imagine it. Don't Christians do that sometimes? My grandpa was incredibly religious. Got cremated. Okay. Kyle, this is a very long time ago, mm-hmm. and people pick and choose what they want to believe all the time. Yeah, I get that. Go c- complain to your but grandma like, then. Go say like, you, s- you should have his bones so that you can carry him around, and God will need it later or something. Who knows, man? I guess we kind of have him in a jar. There you go. You got them all in one place. They're all, uh, they're all burnt up, <laughs> desecrated to shit. <laughs> is my grandpa in hell? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? Probably not. Let's say you cremate my grandfather. Okay. Where is he going? It just said Moses, you know, Joseph carried, Moses carried Joseph's bones. It's I know, but I'm just confused about the significance of it. It's it's some Because it has to be some big deal if he's they're doing it. Yeah, it's a big deal to those people at the time. But there's, so there's just no like, logical explanation. How about that? No, I just mean in the Bible is there one. I know there's not a real one. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no, dude, the Bible doesn't it's explain just, itself their at bones, all. Joseph's bones are just sentimental to them. Yeah, it said bring my at the bones. Time. Yeah. So it's not like in the Bible in the that if you tra- way- if like the enemy gets your bones, they can like fuck you from beyond the grave. <laughs> in the same way that, you know, uh, Jacob wanted to be buried next to Abraham in the plot of land that he paid full price for. Yeah, that's what I was kind of asking. How much does that matter in it the just, Bible? All, 
all that it says is what that. Yeah, but I'm bring my bones for the rest of the thing. There's no other notes, so read into it whatever you want. That, I don't have the answers for you. That's the rest of the Bible doesn't say. No, it doesn't say. Because you know it's kind of a big deal to be buried beside people. I kind of thought that was biblical. Uh, dude, it's this. It's in there. They said it. Yeah. With no explanation. Read into it what you want. I'm sure there's scholars that don't yell at me, you son of a bitch. Sometimes you have the answers. Dude, you fat troll looking motherfucker with your ironic mustache. (laughs) Take off that Falcons jersey. I can't believe. (laughs) So I give you an answer. You're like, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I'm like, what? I'm exasperated with you right now. (laughs) I feel like in the same way, it's like a secret answer that you're not telling me. You know, like people are like, you know, bury me back in Scotland because that's where you know. I consider home. it's just a sentimental bunch of bullshit. That's what I think. I don't know. After leaving Sucketh, they camped at Etham at the edge of the desert. By day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night, in a pillar of fire to give them light, so that they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of a pillar of fire. Yeah, you ever seen a tornado of fire? No. They exist. are they real? Um, if there's a, fu- I mean, yeah, if there's a, there's, w- there's no way that's the symbolism. Could you imagine people following a fire tornado? That's it. That's exactly it. That, that's it. It's not sim- symbolism. It, there was literally a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night let left its place in front of the people. So it always was going ahead. That's crazy. Then the Lord. I mean, God did it. Yeah. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell the Israelites to turn back and encamp near Phi-Hariath between uh, Migdol and the sea. They are to encamp by the sea directly opposite site Baal-Zephron. Zephon. Pharaoh will think the Israelites are wandered. What? Pharaoh will mm-hmm. think the Israelites are wandering around the land in confusion, hemmed in by the desert. And I will harden. <laughs> That's Pharaoh- confusing when you do that sometimes. <laughs> It's not that I don't know what you're saying. It's that it throws off my brain. And I picture like cake for half a second. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Hemmed in by the dessert. <laughs> and I will harden Pharaoh's heart. And he will pursue them. He's not dead yet? No, Pharaoh's still- Oh, yeah, because he wasn't a firstborn. I forgot. It's so stupid. But I will gain glory for, but I will gain glory for myself through Pharaoh and all his army. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. God's still still trying to prove himself to Pharaoh. He's still angling. And he couldn't kill him because he's not a firstborn. That's Maybe that's God's only power. <laughs> maybe he's just retarded God, only knows how to kill the first child. <laughs> it's so pathetic. It's so pathetic that he's like, all right, I'm going to make this guy stubborn and prove to him my glory. You know what it's like? What? It's like a rich kid that can't make friends, and he's like, have you seen my pool? <laughs> <laughs> My dad, I'm only 14, but have you seen my Ferrari that my dad bought me? (laughs) Still nothing? My outfit costs $5,000. I will kill you. So the Israelites did this. When the king of Egypt was told, uh, when the king of Egypt was told that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his officials changed their minds about them and said, what have we done? We have let the Israelites go and have lost their services. So he had his chariot made ready. And took his army with him. He took 600 of his best chariots along with all the other chariots of Egypt. <laughs> you could have just said he took all the chariots. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I didn't catch that for a second. He took 600 of his best chariots and the rest of his chariots. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, 
<laughs> I took five of my favorite people and the rest of them. T- yeah, that was a bad example. Uh, I dated three tens and 24s. <laughs> that wasn't as good either. <laughs> <laughs> we suck. Move today. on. <laughs> we suck today. Hey, let's give another example that doesn't work. Eh? <laughs> That's like if I said, <laughs> I'm going to take all my plates and then I took the rest of my plates. That's exactly. That's the only thing. <laughs> He just took everything. That's it. That's all he did. None <laughs> of the things we said. Uh, so he took 600 of his best chariots, along with all the <laughs> other chariots, with officers all, o- with officers over all of them. The Lord hardened the heart with of Pharaoh. Officers? Yeah, like generals, uh, you know, o- officers, police officers. The, the armies? Postage workers. Yeah, the army. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, so that he pursued the Israelites who were marching out boldly. The Egyptians, all Pharaoh's horses and chariots, horsemen and troops, pursued the Israelites and took them to over sorry, and overtook them as they camped by the sea near Fel Hiroth, opposite of Baal Zephon. As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, was it because there was no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than die here in the desert. (laughs) Fuck you, God. The Israelites like make a lot of good points. Like even at the beginning, they're like, we don't want this crap. Leave us out of it. This is kind of just, this is proof to me that the Jews wanted to be slaves. <laughs> that was their calling. Yeah. They th- begged for it. They did. Just and, now. And they're like, we don't need this extra. Like, did you get, yeah. We don't need the what? Well, they're I like, was it because there's no graves in Egypt you brought us out to the desert to die? Like, you know, that's obviously a joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't catch that. Like, oh, we couldn't be buried in Egypt. You want us to go out here? You want us to go on this big fucking walk in the middle of nowhere so we can die in the desert, you asshole? With these bones? Yeah. Moses answered the people, do not be afraid. Stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring to you today. The Egyptians you see today will never see you again. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. <laughs> oh, my God. So that was Moses the whole time? No. The Israelites say to Moses, you fucked us. Moses, you fucked oh. us. And Moses he's says, saying it was God. He's saying, don't worry. God's going to handle it. And then God says to Moses, why are you talking to me for? <laughs> Keep marching. <laughs> oh, fuck. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so the Israelites can go through the sea on oh, dry ground. Oh, this is epic. Yeah. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they you will go it. in after him. <laughs> when he wants them to go in after him, so he's going to kill him. Yeah. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. Why and doesn't I, he just kill them? And I will gain glory through Pharaoh, through Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. He really wants glory. That's all he wants. So he doesn't want it. He, he could kill them all. Yeah. But he just really wants Pharaoh to like him. No, he wants the glory of, like, there was no other way that you could have been helped but through me. Say I'm the shit. Say I'm the shit. 
Yeah, but he could kill them in any way. This is the way he chose to do it. Why does this... This one is... What would you do, Kyle? What's cooler than dividing an ocean it's in It's cool. It just takes forever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I would go like this, and then they'd all be dead. That's lame, though. It, is it? No, I'd wait. I think it's way cooler to have them march into a, the the sea. Okay, I didn't visibly sea. pick them up one by one by one, stuff them in a giant bag, and <laughs> drown them like cats. See, that's that's pretty. Good. <laughs> that's what I would do. That would take forever though, one by one. Yes, all one apparent. by one. Yep. So that so your criticism of it taking too long. I was mocking you. <laughs> and I will gain glory. Um, the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front of them and stood behind them, coming between the armies <laughs> oh, yeah? of Egypt no way. and Israel. <laughs> Throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to one side and light to the other. This cloud's so, doing a lot. So neither went. So neither. Also, went do clouds near the provide other. light? This cloud did. This cloud provided darkness on one side and light on the other. I can get how a cloud can provide darkness by blocking out the light. <laughs> yeah. Lower your eyebrows. <laughs> I'm only assuming it had a big gaping hole in it. <laughs> no. And that counts as providing it. Just Let's just like acknowledge the magic, okay? Uh, I'm trying to picture it. That's a problem, and I can't because he's a bad writer. It's not descriptive. Is half the cloud shining? Yes. And half the cloud pitch <laughs> yes. dark? That's the dumbest thing ever. That's it. That's what's happening. The cloud has the light shining out of it. <laughs> yeah. All right, awesome. Let's keep reading. I fucking hate this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. It, it, it really, truly. Well, is. right now when the ah, uh, really, they just get into, dude. If they just said there was darkness and light, I'd be like, fine. No, the no, the cloud blocks darkness for one. So the cloud goes from in front of them to behind them, keeps it dark for the Egyptians and keeps it light for the Israelites. I, what's so hard to understand about that, Kyle? I don't. It makes perfect sense to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna assume he's blocking out the light and leave it at that. Do you re- do you have these same kind of questions anytime you read any book with magic in it or just the Bible because people believe it's true? Like when you read Lord of the Rings, you were like, that's so preposteroni. I will suspend disbelief. I will suspend belief. I mean, if if they provide a reason yeah. within the world they live in. Okay. If they go against the rules they created in their own world, well, then it's infuriating. God made it the world. It is fucking infuriating. God made this world and he could do whatever he wants. So the- Apparently. So there's a sun inside this cloud. Yep. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. Cool. I was wondering what direction it came from. That's good. <laughs> that really that really provides detail and nuance to this fucking bullshit. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground. Mm, I bet the, you they made it. With the wall of water on their right and their left. But the mm. east wind is pushing the water this way. Yeah, so it's got like a nice, nice curvature to the wave. It must right? go. The wind must go straight down and then over, because the wall there's water on both sides. Maybe of it them. bounces back against itself, like some kind of vortex. <laughs> yes, wind's famous for making vortexes. Yeah, and is uh, the Egyptians pursued them and that all must have been humid. <laughs> no, it was dry ground. It says. <laughs> Yeah, but humid air. <laughs> uh, man, there was no mud. That's that's actually it, I w- when I imagined this story as a kid. I imagine. So, do you think there's like fish and shit? You imagine them dying in quicksand. Do you think you could put your hand into the water? Yeah, of course. And so the ground's completely dry, which makes no sense. But yeah, 
Was there seaweed and stuff they're walking over? Oh, I guess so. And it's totally dry? Anything embedded, probably. Do you think there's fish, like, swim? Do you think a fish, like, swam through the water and just plopped on the ground? <laughs> now I do. <laughs> now I for sure do. How's a fish going to know? The fish is just like, what's going on over here? Oh! <laughs> so they're just getting pelted by fish the whole time? <laughs> Man, how, That's kind of hilarious. How fun would it be to just be walking and run and dive into the water? Like, just dive right into the wall and just swim around and then swim back. I mean, I'd probably be pissing myself walking through a thing that someone split with their cane. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would be, like, fucking around. I mean, I would be. It would take at least... How long do you think... Just be grabbing dinner as you're walking through? Like, I didn't know those existed. How long so do you think the Red Sea is? Let's say it was 100 meters. That's probably... It's probably way longer than that. The lake is, what... 300 meters, 500 meters across? It's way more than 100 meters. Okay, so they're walking two kilometers. So at first you're like, holy shit, I hope yeah, you this get, doesn't You would collapse. get bored and start fucking around. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, you touch it? <laughs> you know? <laughs> that would be crazy. I like the idea of like the fish because they're so stupid. Yeah. Just a whole school of fish just swimming, swimming and right falling and falling. Oh, man. And meanwhile, you got all of the Egyptians' army behind you. And as you keep going, the fish How did they even have... Hey, hang on a second. How did they even have chariots when all their livestock just got sick? Not a chapter of go. No, because remember, they had to uh, cut the limes throat. What? The lambs. Yeah. I said limes. (laughs) (laughs) I want a cocktail. No, didn't they have to sacrifice lambs to... To keep, Israel- in order to keep their livestock? The Israelites did, but, That's God, that is. but God killed. No, remember the plague on the livestock? Oh, with the Egyptians. Yeah, and then he, then then there was hail. So anything they didn't bring inside, that got killed by hail. How, what kind of horses do they have left to draw these chariots? Yeah, they don't have any slaves anymore. They don't have any slaves. They have no food. They must be starving. Maybe it's 200 years later. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's like, how long they went for a that's walk. Also, <laughs> another valid assumption. Anytime you're reading the Bible, between one sentence and the next, 500 years can pass. <laughs> Look, they wandered the desert. Who knows how long it took? <laughs> um, so, how long would it take for you, like after you saw God's powers, to go like, "Are you fucking serious?" You know, 50 years. <laughs> once, dude. <laughs> once. Like, if you see God's powers for real one time... Yeah, but I mean, they have them, and now he has you wandering a desert. How long would it take you to be like, they, I, know, I know you're pretty powerful, but are you fucking kidding me? I actually have the actual answer for that. 40 years. Because that's how long close. the Israelites wandered the desert for right after this. Oh. So God brings them out of Egypt, and then they wander mm. the desert for 40 years. That's, their, that's what they get. That's the fun thing that they get. for. They didn't set up shop, and he wasn't like, these lands will be fruitful. No, he brings them there, and it's full of giants, and the Israelites are what? like, yeah, giants, dude. Are you sure this isn't Lord of the Rings? <laughs> this is are the... you fucking kidding me? This... Giant, giant what? Giant, giant hu- people. Giant, giant human beings. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Like, are you talking like seven foot dude, like basketball players now, because they were like three feet back then? Probably. Probably that. Probably not like 20 foot giants. What do they say? It doesn't say. Just giants. It says the land's full of giants, so then they get scared, so they don't want to go. Giants is should, subjective. Yeah, it could be. Dude, if you're Kevin Hart, any normal person's a giant. It's true. So, back to the Bible here. So, they walk across on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them, and all of Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. 
I guess he had spare horses left over from the We're going to assume. During- hey, you know what? If there's a plague, look, humans went through a plague. Not everyone died. That's true. Yeah, it's possible. But he got all of it. He took his 600 best chariots and his other chariots. Maybe there's a billion people. <laughs> you know? Who knows? <laughs> they never say. During the last watch of the night, the Lord, the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and the cloud. So it's fire on one side Still. and cloud on the other. That's how the light is coming out of there. Oh, okay. So we were wrong about the cloud light. Um, and the Egyptian army, and he threw it into confusion. He made the wheels of their chariots come off so they had difficulty driving. <laughs> but are they in the water between the water wall yet? They're not in. So yeah. he just made it more difficult for them to get oh, no, to wait. it? Hang on. They pursued them. It says they pursued them. So they must be... Yeah, no. Pursued them and followed them into the sea. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So then, during the last watch, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and threw the army into confusion. He made all the, all the wheels of the chariots come off so they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea so the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at daybreak, the sea went back to its place. The Egyptians were fleeing toward it, and the Lord swept them into the sea. The water flowed back and covered the chariots and horsemen. The entire army of Pharaoh that followed the Israelites into the sea, not one of them survived. Wow. And that's the, the Lord did it, dude. And to this he got day, exactly what he wanted. So and is to this everyone day, in Egypt dead? They have not found any significant evidence of horses, chariot hubs, armor, weapons. Nothing have they found at the bottom of the sea. In case you were wondering, because there's been a lot of different dives looking for some sort of evidence of this story that doesn't exist. There's nothing. Nothing there. Not even like, hey, I think this might be something. You well, you need an army's worth. I guess he would. If you found one sword. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah. So, there's no evidence of that. Could have been. That's people's excuse all the time. Like, even people who are like, yeah, the Bible wasn't probably real, but it's all, like, historical document. You know? It's in a, it's like well, some exaggeration of, stuff, of uh, history. Some of this stuff really happened. Like what? Like Cyrus invading um, Persia. Or from oh, Persia. yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus was a real but anything person. that God did. I mean, oh, yeah, none of it's none of it's there's no evidence of it. The flood of the entire earth, there would be they'd be able to find through like sediment and geological. Uh, you, they wouldn't be because all human beings would be dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'd all be dead. Yeah, there's just if there's no actual evidence at all. But the, so the yeah, not one of them survived. But the Israelites went uh, through the sea on dry ground with the wall of water on the right and left. That day, the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians. Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the shore. It sounds like God telling the story, you know? Hang on. It says, and Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the shore. What? They washed. How did they? Maybe they washed up. Well, that would explain why they don't find any armor or anything down there. <laughs> they, they all washed ashore? Well, that's retarded. So they're in the middle of the sea. The yeah. water crashes on them. They die, mm-hmm. wash up to sore, but dead. Including all their swords and... So dumb. Yeah. Do you think... Hang on. Let's just like thought experiment this. Yeah. You're walking across the Okanagan Lake. 
Yeah. The water crashes down on both sides. Oh, but it's clear at this point. I'm walking across. There's a big opening, and I'm like, hey. No. Was that always there? No, look, I want to get to the other side of the lake, and I'm like, what's the quickest way? If it's possible, though, Mm -hmm. let's just say, do you think one guy could maybe push off the bottom and swim as hard as he could for the surface? No? Two walls of water crashing in on you? Let's just say... Okay, you know when a big wave's coming and you dive into the wave, you, thereby absorbing to the, the bottom, and then you just swim for the surface as hard as you can. The pressure of immediately having all that water would explode all the blood vessels in your body. Okay, yeah, that fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I was just wondering if it's even feasible that someone could escape it. No. Oh, that dude! It's back not. when I said I just dove into the side of the thing. I oh forgot- yeah, you would die <laughs> from the pressure. I forgot about that. I guess he would die. That's weird. <laughs> Stick your finger in it, it explodes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That'd be awful. I guess it would feel like sticking your finger in a vice. Wait, or, what? Or a really tight. <laughs> Do you have experience with that? Or a really tight butthole. Then the Israelites, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, the Isra- <laughs> and when the Israelites saw the great power of the Lord. Oh, sorry. That day, the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the shore. When the Israel saw the great power of the Lord displayed against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him. Finally. Oh, my God. It took 10 plagues and him crashing. (laughs) Army. Fear me. (laughs) I like how he's like, fear me. And they're like, no. (laughs) Here's some frogs. No. (laughs) Well, uh, is that the end of us today? Yep. I feel like. Uh, good natural break. So that's the story, Kyle. So how do you feel about... Uh, I'm bored with it. You're bored with it. I've heard this one so many times, you know? You've heard the... This is the one I knew. Okay. And they didn't add any more detail. That's it. That's the whole story. They didn't explain any of the things. They're just like, he created a wall and killed them. Uh, fine. Why don't you that's think... That's neat, maybe. <laughs> I guess. If Like, thinking about it, it's neat looking. <laughs> it's... He could have killed them anyway. It's unprecedented that God killed people. It's just not. Because he's he killed- kills people. He kills so many people. And then he goes, see how I killed him this time? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, kill someone in front of me right now. <laughs> kill anyone in front of me <laughs> right now. I'm the only one here, Kyle. <laughs> I'd hate to break it to you, but you're going to be pretty bored with the rest of this book. if that's Because that's pretty much what God does. He, <laughs> gets the, he gets the Israelites out of it, like into a jam. Or the Israelites get themselves in a jam, and then God gets them out by killing a lot of people. And I got to say, if you hadn't already heard it before, tricking an entire army of people to walk across a lake that's divided in two and then collapsing it on them is a pretty cool way to kill an entire (laughs) army. It's at least, yeah. It's it's outside the box. (laughs) That's some outside the box thinking for God for the first time in his fucking life. You know, raining, you know, he did. Before he was kind of just copying magicians. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what'd you learn today, Kyle? Did you learn anything? I learned that God's terrible at telling stories. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, you guys should see how annoyed he is. Like, he's, he's like, he's got that look on his face. Like, well, he doesn't explain any of the things I want. <laughs> he just says, don't eat yeast the whole time. <laughs> Like 30 times a fucking page and then never says why. You know what, Kyle? This is a very good opportunity 
So why don't you ask God yourself? Why don't you start praying? Mm-hmm. And the Lord will speak to you in a still and small voice. I'm going to start eating a slice of bread a day <laughs> until he tells me why to stop. That's what I'm going to start doing. <laughs> I'm going to take that as not a sign. Unless I get massive indigestion. <laughs> Which you get. <laughs> Which I get. <laughs> All right. I take that back. God's real, everybody. God is real. Praise his glory. Thanks for listening to the One True Podcast. Next week on the podcast um, is the song of Moses and Miriam. I can tell you right now that Kyle is going to have a blast listening to that. And then comes the manna and the quail. Water These from all the rock. sound awesome. And These are better written chapters than they have in the past. Mount Sinai and then the Ten Commandments. See? Shit. Wow, really? Yeah. Very exciting. I don't even know them, by the way. I know like two. Then we get into the the laws of the Israelites, and they're pretty funny. Um, I if you're a woman, you're basically worthless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they know that already. I mean, they're not worthless. They have value, like they have value of like a certain piece of gold. If you, if it's like, you know. Anyways, we'll get there. They're like they're like uh, collectible cards. Yeah, don't ruin my collection. <laughs> don't scratch them. Because I got this collection. <laughs> now you owe me. All right, Bible beaters, you sons of bitches. We're the one true podcast. Yeah, we got one from Jeff, but we're not reading it. Okay. We'll read it off air, Jeff. (sighs) No, I read it already, Jeff. What does it say? I'm not going to say. Oh, I forgot one thing. Uh, Bennett, listen to your mother. All right. (laughs) What does that mean? I work with this lady named Maria, and she's like, I was walking down the hall, and I heard your voice, and I thought, what's Caleb doing here? And I found out my son was listening to your podcast. Bennett, keep listening to the podcast. No, but here's it's the, the best thing for you. He goes, she goes, I work with that guy. That's my boss's son. And he's like, no, you don't. You work for this Christian organization. <laughs> Bennett, keep the anti-faith, Bennett. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's take a different tack this week. How about, how about this, everyone? Instead of um, doing the normal thing and telling everybody about this podcast, I want you to Do take, that, though. Uh, you know, let's say six hours of each day <laughs> and just praise God. Just really consider how many people God's killed and glorify his name. Just say, God, you know what? That it was cool of you to kill the firstborn of every age. It was cool of you to destroy the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. It was really nice of you to flood the entire earth that you made and put us here. And gave us these inclinations that you don't want us to have. <laughs> I re- And, oh, also, it's great that most of us are being tormented forever. I appreciate that very much. That's it. Just in God's name. <laughs> amen. <laughs> All right, motherfuckers, we're out of here. You need to check us out. By the way, we're not doing Canada comedy at Twitter anymore. It's Bible underscore beaters. I've abandoned that one. It's the old one where people actually subscribe to me for some reason. So follow us on Twitter, Bible underscore Beatus. Follow us on Facebook. Check us out. We'll update some stuff on the podcast. I just got Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. God damn it. <laughs> My goddamn fucking phone. So, just cut it off, man. Hell no. Follow me on Instagram, what? Kyle Vesner. <laughs> follow me. Oh, why do you still have hair? Oh, oh,